Hi, this is David Key. At Quo, we've worked for the last 20 years with many of the world's best-known travel brands. During this unprecedented global crisis, our world of travel has changed, possibly irreversibly. This series will see us speak with many global leaders to understand how they see the future of travel. Good morning, Hiran Kore, the chairman of the Jetwing, um, the Jetwing Group from Sri Lanka and the former esteemed chairman of Pata. Hiran, good morning. Good morning, David. Nice to be talking to you. Uh, thanks, Hiran. And I'm, I'm joined, as always, by Catherine montien Vichinchai, our chief branding officer. Hi, Catherine. Hi, David. Hi, Hiran. Good morning. Hi, Catherine. Good morning. Hiran, everyone... Uh, globally, as well as um, certainly locally in Sri Lanka, has spoken incredibly highly about the uh, way that the Sri Lankan government has managed to control the virus so far. How are things today in Colombo, and, and and how well do you how how fast do we see are, are we beginning to see a relaxation? I think people are very very pleased with the way the government, the medical services, the armed forces. Uh, led by uh, Lieutenant General Shavendra Silva, how they have all come together, uh, you know, and uh, to fight this virus. So it's, it's, uh, it's incredible. You, even the, uh, the, more, the, the optimists said that we will have uh, 350 to 400 with all the lockdown in place by about the middle of April, but still we haven't reached that figure. And that's due to the very stringent... Uh, rules and regulations imposed by the government led by President Rajapaksa and the others, the people have supported them uh, wholeheartedly. Uh, I think it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's so far, touch wood, uh, managed very well. Uh, this Colombo is very quiet. Uh, we, people cannot move other than essential services. Uh, uh, people are more or less locked in. Uh, they cannot uh, go around and uh, do things as they please. Uh, supermarkets are open, but, uh, you know, provisions are pro given, but uh, people cannot go out. How do you feel, I mean, obviously, as, as we start to come out of the crisis, and I think all of us, um, certainly in Asia, are beginning to see a little bit of a few, some glimmers of light, more than a few glimmers of light. The, the economic consequence of the of, of the virus is now starting to is starting to crystallize and we feel is possibly a, a much greater concern than the, than perhaps even the virus is how do you feel the economy the economic consequence will be felt in in sri lanka i think for a small country like sri lanka it's severe it's very serious because uh, earlier, as you know, David, you know the country very well, uh, Sri Lanka used to get affected only with tourism. But now, this, this, uh, this is, you know, our garment industry, remittances from overseas, uh, you know, our, our export of tea and the spices, all that is going to get affected. So, uh, you know, we are, we are largely dependent on international trade, and uh, that's, that's going to really affect us. And the government also had borrowed money for infrastructure development and so on and so forth. 
uh, in the next two or three years, it's going to really affect us, uh, affect our economy very, very badly. And it's actually frightening at some time, at moments, you know, when I, I, I prefer not to think about it too much, but it is frightening. Uh, how it's going to impact our economy. Right, and, uh, and obviously it's having an impact on the manufacturing sector and of the value yes. of the rupee. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it has, it has actually gone down to almost 200 rupees, uh, appreciated a little bit and came up to 195, but, you know, uh, rupees are very, very weak today. And that obviously will have a, a lot, much longer term impact on the economy itself. Yeah. Yeah, Hiran, um, as we, as we know, and we were talking before we started recording, Sri Lanka has had its fair share of crises. <laughs> Would mm -hmm. be um, mm -hmm. possibly a, a, a ridiculous understatement, and, and tragically, we're only one year on from the hideous atrocity of East of Easter Sunday. How different is this crisis? Well, David, earlier when we we faced many crises, as you know. Uh, but all that, it was confined to Sri Lanka, right? The rest of the world, the economies were doing fabulously well, and they supported us. Even after the Easter Sunday bombings, the rest of the world supported our recovery. So many pundits said it'll take us 12 to 18 months to recover, but we started recovering after six months. That was due to the support we got from the international media, the two operators, the online agents, everybody all wished us well and supported us so that we could recover fast. But now the situation is different. This is, I mean, 95% of the world's borders are closed. Uh, nobody can move out. Uh, there's a massive fear. People are paranoid. Uh, all the other economies are, you know, suffering equally. So it's... Uh, this kind of a thing, I think you and I are not, hopefully, you and I are not going to see again. You know, it, it's one once in a hundred year kind of a situation. And unfortunately, we are alive to experience it. Um, here in the, hi, Heron. Um, picking up on this idea of recovery, I, I read that last week mm -hmm. the, the cabinet approved a five-year global promotion initiative. And also, I think that the Sri Lanka tourism is also working with the UNDP on a roadmap to help tourism get back yes. on its feet. In that roadmap, they talk about two stages, a stage one phase, which is sort of looking at December, the December season, and then stage two is post-December. What confidence mm. do you have in these initiatives, whether from the government or from outside agencies like the UNDP, to help the private sector get back on its feet? Catherine, the government has been quite helpful, to be honest, uh, to the tourism sector. They realize that tourism is one of the uh, sectors that can really prop the economy up. Uh, and and you know it's it's not because about a million people in Sri Lanka uh, depend directly and indirectly on tourism. So so it is a it is a very very important uh, segment of Sri Lanka's economy. Uh, government has come in now. Uh, they have given us a moratorium on uh, you know uh, loan repayment and the interest repayment. So that is a, a big uh, big. You know, comfort uh, for the moment. Uh, they they are also giving us two months uh, working capital, uh, at least to pay the permanent staff and so on. Uh, uh, you know, until we start some form of recovery. Uh, well, the I'm sure the international agencies like the UNDP, as you mentioned, uh, will come in. Uh, I think the five-year plan you're talking of, uh, you know, which our chairman uh, Kimali Fernando mentioned. 
uh, to the media last week. It's just that they're getting ready for right. it. Because I think it will be futile to go out and start marketing a destination now when nobody can uh, uh, go out when all the airlines are grounded. So it's just that getting ready, be ready because there are a lot of, you know, governmental rules and regulations uh, uh, once it approves, the cabinet has approved, but the process has to take place. So I think what they're doing now is getting the, you know, all that, all the, uh, you know, you know, stuff that needs to go through, uh, get that done so that they'll be ready when, uh, when it is uh, opportune to launch a marketing, uh, you know, campaign. Uh, so hopefully, I pray that at least by December, uh, people will be traveling again. You know, that's, that's, we had to hope that airlines will be uh, uh, flying uh, and then, then the, uh, borders will be opened again and people will be free to travel. You know, if that is not happening, then marketing will be, you know, yeah. should be done last. And look, I mean, are you optimistic that by December we might have some kind of return? And if so, which markets would you be looking at? If you look traditionally at Sri Lanka's top source markets, many of them have been very badly affected by the crisis. So UK, yeah. Germany, sure. Um, sure. India as well is mm -hmm. not looking great. How do you think... Uh, what, what shift do you see taking place in terms of those source markets? Are we looking at more domestic or regional travelers or what, what is your take on that? Yeah, I think it's everybody agrees that domestic will probably, you know, get off ground first uh, because obviously, you know, we are all locked in now. And then uh, if, if once the curfews and the social distancing is relaxed a bit, uh, people will start traveling uh, again to the, beaches and I, I mean you know I mean I would love to go to the beach now and do a walk on the beach and relax on the beach rather than lock, be locked inside my apartment uh, be that as it may I mean you know so the domestic years will start first but until a vaccine or a cure for the virus is found I can't see international tourism really taking place if I have a mother or father living in another country or my husband or wife living in another country, or children living in another country, I might go to see them. You know, going through all these rigorous rules and regulations and all of that. I mean, will I travel on leisure going through all that? Very unlikely. So until all those, until we go we get back to our normal, at least, you know, people got used to all the strict security, uh, you know, measures. So they, I'm sure there will be some kind of... Uh, you know, health uh, measures taken at airports and so on. But uh, but once that happens, once once it's open, then people will go. Going answering your specific question, I think it'll be probably Australia. Australia and New Zealand is uh, managing this virus very well. Uh, you know, and Australians was beginning to uh, come in larger numbers to Sri Lanka, and uh, Sri Lankan Airlines was uh, planning to fly to Sydney as well. They are flying directly to Melbourne now. So if that happens, there could be uh, quite a bit of Australians coming down here. Uh, I Well, China is now pretty much, uh, you know, uh, a country that has um, coming out of this uh, uh, situation and uh, Sri Lankan government has very close uh, relations with China. So I, I can see Chinese coming in as well. The Middle East, uh, Middle East is silent at the moment. I'm not sure how how much uh, they will travel after Ramadan and so on. So, you know, these are markets that uh, will uh, open up. And of course, we are India's, uh, you know, tiny neighbor. So if India gets their act together, 
we can see a lot of Indians coming here as well. And when those markets come back, what kind of price war do you think you're going to see and how is that going to affect the rebound? Sadly, there will be a huge price right. war. I mean, you know, uh, as long as, uh, uh, you know, money-focused uh, hoteliers and travel agents and everybody is there, you know, there is no love in this game. So uh, I will see... Uh, huge uh, it'll be a miracle if we can all come together and say hey let's uh, let's stick to our pricing or something like that uh, but that uh, i mean you know uh, being an optimist i can't mm. still see this uh, uh, happening so there will be uh, price reductions uh, also don't forget catherine uh, the consumer will be looking for big deals as well right i mean you know i had a german uh, uh, you know business partner once he used to, you know, during the conflict in Sri Lanka, uh, when bombs were flying here, he used to say, hey, give a, a deal, stay for two weeks, pay for one week. Uh, people forget that there were bombs <laughs> in Sri Lanka, you know. So, nice. so similarly, you give these, you know, incredible deals, uh, people will come. So maybe in the short term, maybe for about a month or two, it may not be a bad idea. Uh, to give uh, really attractive deals to get people uh, back into the aircrafts, back into the hotel rooms and so on. But the price for forever, it's going to you know ruin us further. And thinking ahead, when, when long haul does start to return, how good a place is brand Sri Lanka in to benefit from that long haul return? I mean, Sri Lanka was voted the top country in the world in 2019 by Lonely Planet. It's been rising, um, I think, among consumers' consciousness as a, as a destination, a very aspirational destination, somewhere people really want to go to. Do you think any change needs to be made to brand Sri Lanka, or is it, is it in a good place to sort of benefit from that return, whether it's in a year or two years when, when really international travel comes back fully? Yeah. Catherine, I mean, you know, what is, what is now the, the biggest beneficiary at the moment is nature. Right. Uh, you know, I, I live in Colombo. I look, I, I can see the sea from here. The waters are, you know, every day uh, the, the, the waters in the sea and you know, the sky is getting clearer and clearer. I can see the stars from here. I couldn't see the stars before because it was all hazy. Right. So it's, it's all, you know, so, so Sri Lanka, I mean, I haven't seen the you know, the cultural triangle for the last 45 days or the wildlife parks, I'm sure they are even better, right? So the tourism product is going to be preserved and is going to be even better. And what's coming out of this virus is Sri Lanka's health service, right? So this is a huge benefit uh, for the people who are coming to know that we have very, very good, I know Thailand has, Singapore has, uh, very good uh, medical uh, facilities. I mean, Sri Lanka also has equally good medical facilities. And the other is Sri Lanka's Ayurveda, you know, which is which which is a natural way of you know increasing your immunity and so on. So I see a lot of the Westerners who are over sixty and who want to get away from the winter you know, uh, with all the colds and the coughs and everything that you're likely to catch there to get away from it and spend three months or six months in, you know, Sri Lanka with Ayurveda hospitality, uh, you know, being with, with local food and uh, local herbs that increases your immunity as well. So, I mean, once things open out, I see that segment, the wellness segment, 
going to going to improve uh, going to increase a lot in Sri Lanka. Here um, I, I can imagine what you're looking at. I mean, I've spent so much time, as, as you know, in Colombo and very often um, looking out over over the green, over the, from the from the golf face or, or from where you are at the water, and to think of that water actually clearing after all of the um, all of the construction that's happening um, is is a is a is a lovely. It's actually a really it's, lovely thought. It, it is. It is. Here I'm. Um, going to the consumer and both the domestic consumer and hopefully very soon the um, regional or uh, other international travelers, how much do you feel, do you think the crisis is going to impact them? How much are they going to be looking for something different in the products that they experience when they come to Sri Lanka? David, I think people will... I mean, you know, if, if they make the move to travel, uh, you know, people will take longer holidays, you know, instead of instead of just uh, take, you know, going from place to place and they, they'll stay in one place, enjoy the area, you know, go into this slow travel movement, uh, take things easy, uh, experience that area, you know, that, that's that's what I feel. I mean, you know, uh, earlier it was all a rush job, you know, you go to some place for three days, you come back, come out, go somewhere else. That that will change to a certain extent and people who have time in their hands will travel uh, so that they, they, you know, get acclimatized to the climate and all of that, the food. So that's the change I can see happening. Uh, obviously, uh, the, the travel restrictions have to be lifted. Uh, once that happens, I, I see Sri Lanka. Uh, benefiting from uh, you know the the, the middle-aged and uh, you know upper middle-aged market where they will come for longer stays to our island. Catherine mentioned um, the price war, and you guys, you know, obviously we all despair of that. But there is going to be, I mean, it's inevitable. There's going to be much more supply than demand. I mean, I think you know that that goes without saying. Which brands are going to be in more demand post-crisis and why? Well, I think I think those who adhere to all these, you know, there, there'll be new norms, obviously, you know, when it comes to cleanliness, when it comes to, uh, you know, you know, pro I mean, first and foremost, protecting the associates who work in the hotels and looking after the customers who come in. So the, the brands or the uh, organizations that adhere to all those uh, uh, new norms, uh, the customer will will feel comfortable going into them. Uh, I think that's that that's the most important. And of course, the brands that are most known. I mean, you know, in people's mind. I mean, you know, when you when you in Sri Lanka, I can name three to five brands that uh, you know people think of when they go in uh, when they uh, start uh, planning a holiday uh, among Sri Lankans. So. Those brands that are, you know, uh, well established uh, uh, will will definitely benefit uh, than the ones who stand alone and so on. And then the customer won't feel comfortable whether they'll have the safety uh, hygiene standards maintained and so on and so forth. Do you foresee changes in the way, the methodology that the consumer, whether it's the FIT or the um, the wholesale or travel agent booking 
Do you see changes in the way the travelers will be making their bookings, researching their bookings, and then looking um, and then executing um, into, into experience? I think so. I think I think some of the senior travelers will rely on a travel agent and a tour operator if they are booking international rather than just an online uh, direct agency because they need to talk to somebody to, to find out what's happening in that country, the details and so on. You know, the, the, the time that we just uh, logged into uh, some booking engine and booked uh, um, uh, some hotel and transport and travel, that might change a bit because, you know, if I'm coming to, say, even to Thailand, I mean, I, I will want to talk to a travel agent. I, I've never used to travel travel agent traveling to uh, Thailand, you know. Uh, but but now I will need somebody to tell me, right, it's safe for me to go to Phuket or wherever. So similarly, someone coming here will need uh, to operate in their country and a Sri Lankan agent because if something happens, I know uh, that there will be somebody to take care of them and so on. So I think that the, the, the need for the to operate the travel agent partnership and the hotelier will will get stronger again uh, because that that if that that's if that's a credible source of information uh, that will go and uh, you know the rest will hopefully remain the same and uh, we will have more people coming after maybe what 12 18 24 months Niran Kure, great friend of Quer, great personal friend Thank you so much for, for sharing your views with Catherine and I on the future of travel. Stay safe, Hiran, and, and, and our love and best wishes to everyone in Sri Lanka. Thank you, David and Catherine, and blessings to both of you and everybody in Koa as well. Thank you so much.